Welcome to King of Glory Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this week's encouraging message. For more information, please visit kingofglorycc.com. Yeah. Mm. I'm having to like, sorry. (laughs) Um. Would you just stand? Here's the thing. I was told it's 12 minutes till 12 and I was told I have till 12. And that was before I knew we were going to have a service announcement, which I'm thankful for. But I really want to um, I really want us to to steward these 12 minutes and what he would have. So, Holy Spirit, we acknowledge your presence here. We say you're welcome. In this place, we thank you for how you've been moving all morning long. I'm reminded of um, in John where Jesus even speaks of the Spirit, and it's like the wind. <laughs> and, and in a lot of ways, there's been a lot of movement like wind. And we, we thank you. Now, put your hand on yourself and just say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you here. In Jesus' name, amen. So um, we've been talking about, um, whether you are aware or not, some core values, pillars of this house. And um, so I'm going on that theme, and the theme is Holy Spirit. You're welcome here. And I, and I was struck with how I feel like he's demonstrated that today, which is a beautiful thing. Um, You know, we as a people, um, we are committed to honoring the Holy Spirit and giving him freedom to move and to have his way in our church. And we're pursuing a life of being continually filled with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, Honestly, how, how can you even begin to talk about the Holy Spirit in 10 minutes? I think it's impossible. This is a, you know, the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three in one. God the Holy Spirit is fully God, just as Jesus is fully God, and, and Father, fully God. You think about the properties of water. Homeschool mom, or can you tell me what water is made of? H. Two O, two hydrogens, one oxygen. And yet water, that property that makes water doesn't change. And yet that water is formed in three different ways. You can see it is liquid, solid, or gas. Like I have a, um, I love drinking hot water and I got my little hot water kettle and, and I know it's done when the steam starts coming out. But the liquid in there is still the same thing that, um, Yeah, I could make it out of ice cubes. So God sometimes is revealed as the Father, sometimes as Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And see, gee, like really, I don't even know how to. So um, I'm just going to, would you turn to Mark 16? This is um, an interesting place to, 
to start, but this is where I feel like he has us. So Mark 16. The Sabbath was passed, and Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices that they may come and anoint him. Okay, this is just in context. This is after the death of Jesus. And they're going to the tomb. It's the third day. And now they're like, okay, we want to anoint his body. And very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. And they said among themselves, who will roll away the stone of the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw the stone had been rolled away. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him? But go, tell the disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him as he said to you. So they went quickly, fled from the tomb, and they trembled. And they were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. So, backstory, Jesus had told his disciples on more than one occasion that he was going to die and he was going to be raised again. The Lord's been um, speaking to me that there's some things he's been speaking to us that in some ways um, we've not understood or maybe we've lost heart because our circumstances haven't lined up to what he's saying, but today is a day of breakthrough. And so they come and they see that, that the tomb is empty, and then the, the angel tells them, like, go and tell him he's not here, he's risen. And yet even when they went, they were still what? Afraid. So then it goes on. And it said they didn't say anything to anybody because they were afraid. But they had seen Jesus crucified. At this point, the, the disciples had all been scattered. They'd all, um, but even he told them they, they were going to do that as well. And it says that now when he, Jesus, rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. And she went out and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and that he, that he had been seen by her, they still didn't believe. So they were just locked into this place of unbelief. And so then after that, verse 12, he appeared in another form <clears throat> to the two of them as they walked and they went into the country. And as they went and told it to the rest, they did not believe them either. So later he appeared to the eleven. 
And they sat down at the table, and he, he rebuked their unbelief in the hardness of heart because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will cover, will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received right into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And then they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them, confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. What happened at the beginning of 16 when they were afraid in unbelief, afraid to speak, two or three witnesses see him to the very end that they were able to preach with power the gospel. They had received the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's not laid out right here and like I have three minutes left. You know, um, I'm just, if you've asked Jesus in your heart, you have the same um, spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the same spirit that emptied that tomb is in you. The fullness of him, it says, of his fullness, of his fullness, of his fullness, we have received. It's not like we're going to pray harder and there's going to be more of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, you contain the fullness of him. And what I believe the Lord wants us to do as a people, corporately and as individuals, welcome him into our lives. Look for opportunities to what, what, you know, Jesus, Jesus, when he came, he came fully as human. He was fully God, but fully man. And he said he only did what he saw the father doing. Jesus himself was baptized. And when he was baptized, the spirit of God came upon him and even spoke of that in um, Luke four. He said, you know, that he had been anointed to what? Preach good news to the poor. Everything he did, he made a way. He, and he said, like, I just have a few minutes, but he told the disciples, he said, I'm going to go, but it's good that I go because then I'm going to give you the promise of the Holy Spirit. And the thing is, is we have the Holy Spirit in him, and then we need the Holy Spirit to be upon us. We need to hunger and, and cry, and we need to wait on him. And there's so much, like there's really no way to unpack the greatness of the power of God that does raise the dead and does heal the sick and does cast out demons and does provide comfort. I mean, we saw the Holy Spirit move in a beautiful way today. And so we will just say, as for us in this house, we welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, you know, when he shows up, he takes over. And that was a good one. Huh? Yes, we do. We do. You know, there was something that, um, that was spoken prophetically that the Lord is getting ready to do 
is that he's going to begin to speak through the young people and don't despise it, don't dismiss it, but God is getting ready to pour out his spirit on the young people, even the children. He said they're going to begin to say things and do things that is actually the spirit of the Lord moving on them to usher in his his presence. And so we welcome the Holy Spirit. You know, church is not to be predictable. It's not to be predictable. And you can't just all of a sudden uh, try to harness the living God and have him do what you want. I mean, he's either God or he's not, right? So we allow the Holy Spirit to move and have his way in our midst. You want to share that word? Um, actually, um, Lana Vosser, she, she, um, there's a lot that she puts out that is spot on, right on. And this came out this week. And I just want to um, read this. Cause I do believe, you know, sometimes he's going to move in ways that um, it might go against what we thought it was going to be. And we have to purpose in our heart um, not to be offended by that, but to flow with that. Um, she said, recently I heard the Lord say, watch for an unusual move in my spirit in new areas and realms for many in the next four weeks that will release unprecedented acceleration that will change the pace and set up new things for the rest of this year. There are opportunities, assignments, doors, invitations, and new realms that the Lord is going to invite you into over the next month that is going to seem unusual or leave you feeling completely out of your depth. But guess what? In those unusual places, you're going to experience an unusual move of God meaning completely different to what you have ever experienced before. So new, so weighty, so heavy, his glory is going to rest heavily. The Lord showed me that fear and intimidation will cause many to shy away from these opportunities, assignments, invitations, and the new realms that God is going to open up. Don't partner with intimidation. Partner with the Lord in obedience, because in your obedience to step into those places, you are going to be overwhelmed and overcome by the tangible presence and power of God. There is major upgrade, major increase, major acceleration and promotion that is going to take place over the next four weeks. The Lord is looking for those who are stewarding with integrity, purity, and humility. The sense surrounded of me is a major increase in reward being released to the faithful right now. There is a major extension and increase upon those who have stewarded the talents given to them well. This unusual move of the Spirit through these doors, invitations, and opportunities in new realms is going to usher you into new levels in the Spirit. You will step in a new realm of your anointing, a new level in the office God is operating in, a new realm of your destiny that in all these will see you, will take your place in the earth like never before. I heard the Lord God thunder, it is time to take your place. Many of you have faced the most ferocious battles and intense warfare recently and even entering into 2020, but that is because of what is about to take place over the next four weeks. Things will rapidly shift 
change accelerate as you step into these new areas as God calls you to and brings fresh alignments. These new alignments and areas are going to bring such life, joy, and such incredible manifestations of his power and spirit in your life that your entire paradigm of how you operated with the Lord before a ministry, the area of influence God has given you will rapidly and radically shift. You're going to go up higher in many ways, growing in maturity in him, your authority and revelation increase in promotion. Do not shut down the unusual move of his spirit in the new areas because it's new to you. Do not allow lack of understanding or earthly wisdom of men insecurity or fear to shut down the move of the Spirit. When you step into these places, you will receive powerful, revelatory downloads, wisdom and revelation that will come upon you to operate freely and easily with the Spirit of God in these new areas and realms. With great joy knowing you have received a supernatural impartation to navigate new realms and new areas. He is calling you into There will even be supernatural downloads of language, of how to communicate revelations, strategies, ideas, answers, and wisdom of God in new areas that people with influence, with great influence in the way will understand and open their hearts to God. There's a new move upon you. Get ready to run. Get ready to run. And I'll just, I know I kind of sit back out here, but I'll close with this. Um, Jesus, God has been reminding me about. Peter and how he was in the boat and he said at your word at your word uh, call me to you and the Lord said Peter come on out and Peter stepped out and he walked on water and there was a moment where he looked at the surroundings and he faltered and the thing the Lord's been speaking to me is about that paradigm shift the Lord was thrilled that Peter was willing to say call me out And he's looking for us to say, will you look to me and say, hey, call me out. Don't worry if you learn how to, I mean, following the Holy Spirit, we may not get it right exactly, but we're going to learn how to follow him. Amen.